If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to a week of hero or zero Sean very good this is the show where we choose co- one comic book character every single week we talk their good points and their bad points and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character as always I am joined by my best pal Mr Sean Mead Sean How's it going? I'm going great, Connor. What a great, remarkable intro you did. As we all know from last week, those are the hardest intros to do, the hero. But the thing about that is I recovered. I recovered seamlessly. I kind of kept up with it. I recovered (laughs) grand and then you called attention to the fact that I fucked up. It's just because you loudly shout, oh, fuck. (laughs) What am I meant to say? Darn it? No. (laughs) Gosh darn it. Um, so, Sean, this is Hero Zero. Now, as you mentioned, last week you did a little-known Marvel character known as 8-Ball. Um, yes, or Jeff to his friends. He has no, literally no friends. Does he that does. Man? One of um, them's a juggler. <laughs> if you haven't heard our 8-Ball report, go back and listen to it now. But as I said, this is the show where we choose characters maybe you haven't heard of and maybe just let you in to the really weird fucking world of comic books. Um, but a new trend we've started doing recently, Sean, is that we've gone back mm. and done old characters we've done in the past. 
Yes, um, because the audio quality was not great. And also, we're fairly sure that the hosting service deletes them after a while. I'm pretty positive all these episodes have been deleted and they were recorded on like our very first microphones. So quite poor audio. So what we started doing is just kind of replenish the catalogue of some of our favourite characters, maybe go over them again. And because there's also people that like i mean we had four listeners back then now we have five so that extra person might want to have a few extra characters to know about um but sean if you if this is your first episode you don't have to do anything you just kind of just chill out um if it's more than one though you gotta give us a like and subscribe i think that's the rules isn't it sean yeah if you're just hanging around here week on week give us a like and subscribe if you're a straggler just, it's just for yourself it's a lot easier than having to you'd have to google like four words to get to this show <laughs> i can't spell four words no i can't spell four it's a number <laughs> actually there's multiple ways there's, oh. um, so uh sean as he's as we said you last week did eight ball so i racked my head right and I was thinking, this motherfucker made me sit through another eight ball report. How could yeah. I ruin his day like he's Wait. ruined mine? I didn't um, ruin your day. I delivered so, you a top quality report, Connor. So what I've done is very cleverly, I've also, in retaliation, picked oh. a character that we've done before that I know you love. And that is a man called Richard Gray Jr. Sean, do you remember Richard Gray Jr.? Richard. Richard Gray Jr. Is this is this the man that drives a truck? No, that's US Archer. That's Sean, US this Archer. is the man that can fly. It's the man no! that can... <laughs> No, because my one was funny, but this one is actually bad. <laughs> no, it's funny, bad. Because we are doing this week, again, if this is your first time hearing it, the black Condor. That's right. We're back. Um, golden Age character, isn't that right? Oh, the most Golden Age of Golden Age character. First created in Crack Comics number one in 1940. Well, I think I know where the in- idea for Black Condor came from, from all of the crack that was going around in 1940. <laughs> if you've never heard of Black Condor, you're in for a treat. If you are one of the old OG listeners, you know where we're going with this, where everyone just buckle in, because this is the Black Condor. He's the greatest hero ever known to man. Greatest origin story ever ever probably put on in comic books um, and so the Black Condor was one of the many heroes created by quality comic Sean it was run by Eisner and Iger Studios I know you probably know all this um, yeah, fa- fa- famously I, Michael Eisner and Bob Iger the heads of Disney today Started. Will Eisner and Jerry Iger, the head of Crack Comics, um, during the years 1936 and 1940, they produced a large amount of stories and strips with heroes we all know and love. One of them including a man known as Richard Gray Jr., the Black Condor, so, based off a comic, comic character at the time, Tarzan. Tar, based off of Tarzan, this man. Yes. So, okay, uh, for every bit of information that you provide me with, 
I am going to try and draw the comparison to Tarzan. And we're going to see how long that holds up and how faithful it actually is. Also, I just want everyone to remember that the world was at war when this character was made. And they were clearly on drugs because the Black Condor debuted an eight-page story called The Man Who Could Fly Like a Bird. That's right, Sean. A very catchy title. Really draws them in. Um, it's a real the bus that couldn't slow down kind of a title. <laughs> I think that's the story beats of speed. Indeed. <laughs> so, uh, look, he got cover billing. Uh, at Crack Comics um, and his stories continued until or until issue 31 when Quality Comics um, they kind of closed shop in the 50s Sean um, Really? Because it wasn't all that high quality perhaps But sure they were coming up with great characters like the Black Condor Name and one other Quality Comics character right uh, now oh, um, the spirit. That isn't affiliated with Black Condor <laughs> They had the spirit <laughs> The spirit. Um, also, he was replaced by a character called Captain Triumph. <laughs> That's like Professor Victory or something. Like, it doesn't mean it's anything. Good. It's Just a good man name. with a gun, I'd wager. Oh, 100%. Um, but yeah, Quality Comics was then bought out by DC Comics in 1957, and that's where he comes to us. Because now I can cover him, as he is now technically part of DC Comics. He could come um, back at any moment. <laughs> so, Sean, let's do the origin story. If ever, I mean, th- people could be sitting here going, who the fuck is the Black Condor? What's his yeah. deal? Why, do, yeah. why are we on an inside joke that nobody else knows, Sean? Um, but I'm going to start here with our archaeologists, Richard Gray and his wife. Uh, doesn't get a name. It was the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> If anything sums up the 1930s. <laughs> Richard Gray and the old ball and chain were on an expedition, right, in Outer Mongolia. Um, during okay. this time, Gray's wife had given birth to an infant boy known as Richard Jr., Little Dicky, as they called him. The original um, Little Dicky. Uh, tragically, Sean, tragically, the expedition was attacked by raiders. Oh, right. oh, fuck. I don't oh, like this. I don't like where this is going for Big um, Dicky and his wife. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, Big Dicky and his wife were killed. Um, everyone on the expedition was killed except for one infant boy who was now an orphan left out in, the Mong- in, in Outer Mongolia. Nobody to raise him. Nobody to teach him the ways of the world. What do we do, Sean? This is a great origin story so far. Am I really setting the scene? You're real. No, no. It's a, you're painting a picture here of... Uh, uh, look, Tarzan, orphaned and mm-hmm. left on his own, surely to be no, if, with no one to look after him, unless yeah. an unlikely family took him in. Well... Funny you mentioned that, Sean, because in Outer Mongolia, there's a certain thing called a condor. And the black condor. I'll stop you right there, Connor, because I have looked this up while you've been talking. And I am on the Wikipedia page for List of Birds of Mongolia. I've done a quick little control F and I've typed in the word condor. (laughs) 
And there's no results on the page. <laughs> they were there in the 30s, though. They were there. I know for a fact they were there in the 30s. For a fact, really. Yeah. Really. Yeah, for, for an absolute... I had a chat with the lads. They, yeah. And they Did looked it up research. on Wikipedia. They they control, They looked on Wikipedia as well in the 30s. And they were just... They double-checked. Just, just in case. Look, I'm just saying. You want pheasant. You want duck. You want swan. Go to Mongolia. Yeah. Don't go for condors. <laughs> Where are condors normally? They're birds, by the way. If you don't know what a condor is, it's a bird. Um, where where do they habitat? Where are condors found? Not uh, Connors. Condors primarily found central southern California deserts. <laughs> Arizona, Utah, Mexico. I have the answer as to why they're over there, Sean. It's coming up later in this report. Well, Interesting. Um, so, little Richard, uh, he's, his parents are dead, everyone's dead, uh, the raiders are like, leave the baby there, they fuck off. Well, he's rescued, Sean, he's finally rescued by a condor who raised him as her own and through looking at the condors throughout his whole youthful life, he learned to fly. That's right, Sean. As the origin story states, it was by studying the movement of the wings, the body motions, the air currents, the balance and the levitation of his avian siblings. (laughs) But even in the 1940s, they understood that humans couldn't fly because of how we're built, right? Because our bones are too heavy. ah, But he's built different. He's not built different. He was just raised by birds. He's structured atypically, Sean. He's look, we're we're all we're all structured like something, Connor. Manufactured but, alternatively. But he's not built like a bird, is the only thing. He can't fly like a bird because he's a human. I know it's fantastical. I know what if he learns though? What if powers. he looks? He's he's kinda of he's one of those learners that he you can just show him at once and he kinda of picks it up real quick. But I think I've talked about this before, is that I occasionally go down the rabbit hole of feral children, which is where <laughs> a child is raised by animals. Yeah. Right. And it's happened a few times. How often do you go down that rabbit hole? Maybe once every eight months or so, just in case there's any updates. Well, look, it's just, it's fascinating and it's fucked up. But not one instant. And look, there's been kids literally raised by wolves, you know, raised by dogs, raised by, one lad was raised by goats, in fact. But no one's been raised by a bird and learned how to fly. It's impossible for a human. No, shut up. Until little Dicky and little Richard, you know what he did? He learned to fly, Sean, because he grew up looking at, her, at all of his siblings and he decided, now I can fly. <laughs> DC so, doesn't even have like, oh, he's a mutant. Like, you can't use that excuse. I will come out and yeah. say they changed it in a record in, a in the 70s, but I'm not covering the fucking record. We're not interested I'm in that covering, shit. I'm looking at the true nature of this man's origin. Not the, my condor. The, <laughs> that's not my condor. Um, I think the record is a, a meteor lands on Earth that has magical powers and he touches it Somehow when he's a child. Worse. <laughs> yeah, and then he's learned how to fly through that. Don't ask, okay? Um, right. But he learns to fly from looking at his brothers and siblings, um, his brothers and sisters and siblings. Um, and, you know, then basically he grows up just being a bird. Um, he's just he's just built different. Um, and so when he gets a bit older, 
uh, a mountain hermit named, named Father Pierre discovers him. And he's kind of like 12 or 13 at this point. And mm-hmm. he's basically a feral child. Um, yes. And the, the father, he, he finds him and he decides to add a bit. He, he tries to make him a bit more civilised. Teaches him the way of the world. Okay, quite Tarzani still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Also, in French, Father Pierre would be Père Pierre. Uh, that's how that would be pronounced. You're a culture, so yeah. Oh, what can I say? I like the idea of you listening to a French, like, learn French now DVD, <laughs> DVD or, like, audiobook while yeah. searching for feral children on Wikipedia. Look, how I spend my Saturday nights, Connor, is, is none of your concern. <laughs> um, so, apparently, uh, this father taught him how to speak English, taught him how to, the ways of the world, and um, what happened then was Richard became self-aware. And once he became self-aware, he became angry at the Mongolian bandits who had killed his parent, Sean. Um, so he then decided, using his magical flying ability, which the father told him, dude, that's, that's fucking, that's unreal. Like, you, you should weird. definitely use that. Um, <laughs> and so, and he also taught him Kung Fu. Uh, don't ask any que- just <laughs> don't ask any questions. He just did. Okay? He's a well-travelled man, you know. He's a well-travelled man, um, and then he eventually tracks down and kills all of the Mongolian pa- bandits who had killed his parents. Basically, re- getting revenge for his parents twenty years out on the Mongolian bandits. What kind of killing does he do? Like, is it a a, a, a kindness, like a, a like a swift? shot to the head or mm. is it like does he fuck it up and like he does it all oh it's like saw it's like proper oh, like saw traps real elaborate traps yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. okay and and if, if ever the fuzz started coming up like he just flies away because he can Cause he can fly because he watched all mm. those birds you keep forgetting that time. you keep forgetting yeah, yeah, yeah so um what happens then is obviously after his defeat of the raiders um, the black condor decides that he's going to continue fighting for good and become a hero um, and so he, he has a concept of what a hero is, though. He's like, been civilized now. The, the fucking priest showed him a load of shit, right? <laughs> um, and, so, and so, calling himself Richard Gray, he he names himself after his previous. Name. Did he know his um, dad's name when he was an infant? <laughs> I like or, the idea that he didn't, and he just guessed. Is <laughs> that the mother of all fucking coincidences? <laughs> You get any name you want. You didn't actually know your parents. Um, oh, Richard Gray uh, Junior. I'd say. Uh, John, John Red. No, that's fucking stupid. That is stu- Richard Gray. I'm going Richard Gray. Um, what a quickie dick. So he called himself Richard Gray, and then he decided that he had further, he had bigger plans. Um, and that was he wanted to go to the US of A, Sean. So greatest he's in country Mongo- in the world. In he's in Outer Mongolia, and the priest has taught him everything he knows. He's killed the raiders. He's got nothing left to hold him there. All he has now is big dreams. Um, and he decides the USA. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going to make my name as a superhero. That's where all the superheroes are. Um, so he arrives in the United States and becomes a costumed hero known as the Black Condor, we flying around and kung fu karate chopping people until they stop doing crimes. It is now less like Tarzan, I will say. 
<laughs> and so, uh, taking the name Black Condor, he then uncovers his greatest plot of all time. He uncovers a plot to kill a United States Senator Thomas Wright. He's he, right out of the gate. He's got his greatest plot of all time. Mm-hmm. By some strange twist of fate, Richard came upon the accident scene of Senator Thomas Wright as Thomas Wright was thrown from a speeding car by tugs of Jasper Crow, who wanted him to prevent him from casting an important vote in the Senate. <laughs> I love when that was like that. Like that's the, that's the conflict. You know, like it's oh, he's going to vote a way I don't like. Yeah. Kill him. So they're going to kill him, obviously. So they basically decide that they're ki- they're going to kill Thomas Wright. Richard, the Black Condor, he learns of this plot. He tries yeah. to get there in time before the assassination. He can't get there in time. It's his first greatest failure as a hero. Can't um, fly fast enough. He couldn't fly fast enough, and so while. <laughs> While Thomas Wright is lying there covered in blood, just brutally, brutally, just glass all over his face. Just yeah. he's, The lad's fucked up, like, genuinely. Still plenty of time to get him help as well. Like, you oh, could call so much for time. Um, Richard looks down on him and the black condor realises something. Something amazing. Something dramatic. He realises... He looks the exact same as Thomas Wright. My God. What are the odds, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) And so it all comes to him at one shot. His greatest plan of all time as a hero. Identity theft. He's going to steal this senator's identity, vote in the Senate allowed a bill to pass and then stop the assassins. But, but, is that heroic? Because the senator has a family and friends and a life. When Wright died from his injuries, Black Condor took the senator's identity permanently. What did he do with the body? (laughs) Burned them. He burned them to death. He was still just, alive. Yeah, just, just, just mistreated a corpse. Like, <laughs> and then he went on to stop the saboteurs and crooked politicians in Washington, becoming a force for good. He adopted the guise of Black Condor to fight crooked politicians, rum-running bootleggers, and racketeers. Sean, pretty good. The, was the bootleggers thing still happening in America what? in the forties? I think so, yes. So, Sean, um, uh, do you want some of the, his uh, his villains that he came up against? Yes, I would, Connor. We, we've um, heard about the crow. So you've <laughs> so you have the Black Condor fights femme fatales. I mean, he fights a yeah. villain called the Eagle Battalion. The Yero- the Yellow Perils, which is definitely racist. I'm not even oh, going to click dare. on that Wikipedia link. Do I I'm dare. assuming racism. Um, yeah. Kite men, which were Japanese agents on flying kites. Again, Chinese- I'm sure tastefully done. A Chinese mad scientist, a golem, and killer robots known as the Spinning Deaths. So a real who's who of forties oh. lazy character villains. I mean, to me, they're they're at the same level of Joker and Lex Luthor, really, in terms of like prestige. What you're in bringing here? Thre- oh yeah, you want you want to name one of them in sp- in particular again? You really want um, to bring that? Kite men. <laughs> I'm going to look up what was a kite 
men. It's kite men. It's not kite man who is also a hero in DC. It's kite men and their Japanese agents on flying kites and they fight the black condor. Interesting. Interesting. Apparently, okay, I cannot find... I don't think they exist. The um, Yellow Perils have a have a Wikipedia uh, page, oh but I'm a hundred percent not clicking on that. Uh, I'll look. I will sacrifice my Google search history. <laughs> Yellow Perils, uh, <laughs> Black Condor, I guess. <laughs> Yellow Perils, Black Condor. Uh, Yellow Peril. Oh no. See, black oh fuck me! I really, I really hate this. I really hate that this is happening, but I'm committed now. Okay, okay, it's bad. It's still bad. It's really bad. Okay, yeah, the yellow. <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. It's still bad. No, so the, the link it gives is like yellow peril is an actual term for yeah. the demonization of uh, Asian communities. Uh, oh, this is going to be done tastefully. This is what nineteen thirty nine. Perfect. Time. It's yeah, it's not great. It's real bad. In fact, uh, good Jesus, you're like you're like Brita from Community. I can excuse racism, but I will not excuse bad villains. <laughs> you can excuse racism. <laughs> um, so after he obviously continued to fight for good, um, and due to his connections in Washington, the Black Condor often faced international or political threats. Um, he defeated Hitler? the armies of. Come? Did he fight Hitler? He didn't fight... Well, no. He didn't fight Hitler because he would have won. It would have been a yeah, much shorter war. Why didn't he volunteer? <laughs> well, well actually, he kind of did. Because, um, so, he helped in the war effort as well, Sean. Defending Panama Canal against a combined assault from Nazi and Japanese forces. Um, nice. The Condor also found crime boss Jasper Crow an ongoing enemy, always trying to corrupt American politics for his own greedy needs. Um, now, Sean, here's the thing. Prior to taking on the identity of Tom Wright, maybe he needs a bit of romance, right? It is like, I know yeah, what you're yeah. thinking. Romance sells in these comic books. Where's the romance with the Black Condor? Well, he had two big romantic involvements and one of them stopped for the best reason I've ever heard is that Black Condor caught the attentions of Andrea Kent, also known as the Princess of Raj, and helped protect her on multiple occasions, okay? Okay. However, after taking on Senator Wright's identity, he never talked to Andrea again. <laughs> and instead, continued Wright's engagement to Wendy Foster. <laughs> My God, just ghosted Andrea. So, so <laughs> Senator Wright goes to work. He's, he's engaged to Wendy. Then yeah. he comes back, and it's a completely different man who looks kind of similar. But, like, would have completely different experiences and memories than... Yeah. The senator. So yeah. is he just amazing at improv and just like no? Does, no, does Wendy not. ever find out? Well, Wendy, Sean, and this is one of my favorite comic book things I think they've ever come up with. They have to figure out a way of why Wendy was so dumb. Either she knows or she doesn't know. Yeah. Wendy was so enamored by the fact that her fiance was no longer a sniveling coward that she did not acknowledge the Swift <laughs> the switch. <laughs> So she knows, but she doesn't want to admit it. No, no, I don't think she does, though. Oh, she's just an idiot. <clears throat> no, she's, well, like, she's fucking really happy. Like, her her yeah, fiance is no longer a fucking... Would that not raise some flags? No. Know. 
If like if your if your partner came back with a completely different personality after one day, yeah, something's gone wrong. Well, you just assume a, a, a superhero raised in the outer, like in Mongolia, that can fly, uh, being raised by condors, has stolen his identity. That's how. That's what I would jump to. That's your logical leap, there, is it? That's that's how. Well, I mean, I think everyone. I, I speak. I speak for a lot of people when I say that is the most logical explanation I can think of as to I why my now husband or wife is a different person. I would suggest carbon monoxide poisoning, personally. <laughs> Two steps. Mm. Um, so yeah look Wendy's fine with it Wendy's absolutely like look as long as you're not a little bitch I'm all in right Wendy's dad however uh, he knew of the switch and he aided Black Condor in his cover story repeatedly happy that his daughter apparently was now with a different man he'd never met before I never liked that senator at all (laughs) the little bitch boy (laughs) Just dunking on this man after he's been assassinated and his body He got thrown over a windscreen and bled to death. Alone, like, in the street. Like, what the fuck? No, he wasn't alone. The black condor was there. And the black condor always helps people. He always helps. He just flew away. Um, Now, Sean, I know what you're asking. What happened with Hitler? Well, in World War II, they needed a team of the Freedom Fighters, the All-Star Squadron. President Roosevelt sent out the call for the heroes to form an All-Star Squadron. And the black condor heeded that call. He joined 47 other World War II heroes at the All-Star's base of operations. So, now, bet you're raging. Do you know what? Yeah, no, I questioned his loyalty uh, early on there. But yeah, now that he's, you know, he's joined the team of all the really powerful superheroes. The man who can fly and knows some kung fu is definitely going to help. And identity theft. He's really good at identity theft. Really good at that. He impersonated Hitler, actually. And he's like, why does everyone dislike me? What <laughs> <laughs> a vibe. <laughs> um, so, Sean, what happens then is that, obviously, DC by the comics, they then rewrite it to make sure that everything that happens with the Black Condor is actually technically Earth 2 and not their Earth, because they won't associate with that on their own Earth. They're not willing to admit that a man just learned to fly. Exactly. And so they basically put him on a thing called Earth X, um, which is all of All-Star Squadron on Earth 2 and Earth X. They come together to like, and in their world, the Nazis won. But then they overcome it, basically. And they, they beat like, the Nazis. They beat the Nazis again, right? Fair play, And lads. so then they have this, he, with the help of heroes of other Earths, Black Condor and the Freedom Fighters made Earth X an Earth of Peace. There was literally no issues at all. There was, there's nothing to do. There's no reason to check in here ever again. However, with no supervillains, the heroes became bored. <laughs> Of course they did, because they're selfish at the back of it all. <laughs> so they made the trip from Earth X to Earth 1 in search of a new home and new enemies to fight. Um, they came over to our New York City where they immediately found themselves facing Silver Ghost and his gang and then would just cause a bit of a crisis because all of the multiverses constantly being jumped around in mm-hmm. caused a multiverse uh, the crisis uh, multi, you know what I mean the multiverse yeah, crisis yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the multiverse the- crisis then occurs in this is 84 I think 
So it's their and fault. so it's in a it's the black condor. No, I think it's like a lot of people were doing at this time, but I'm mm. blaming it on the black condor and him alone. Okay. Um, because of that, his history was changed. So now instead of being taught to fly by intelligent condors. <laughs> <laughs> he, he received the ability to fly by gaining telekinetic abilities from a meteor. Um, mm. And so, Sean, do you like that one better or worse? I just imagine, like, you you're, you're, you turn up to work at DC Comics one day and someone mm. hands you a brief and your job for the week is make a better origin story for Black Condor. I don't think you could. It's the easiest slam dunk in the world. What are you talking about? Any it's amount already- of thought and effort is better. It's boring that he just has telekinetic powers. Maybe he grew up with pigeons and then he just grew out of that and he became a condor. That's the only thing I could take of. He's like, what if, what if the Wright brothers crashed into a uranium factory or some shit? <laughs> crashed into him. Yeah. As a child. His arms got fused to the wings. <laughs> um, at some point, during or after the crisis on Infinite Earths, the first black condor died. The events Good. around his death have not <laughs> not been revealed, though he would appear as a spirit to help guide the second black condor. That's right, there have been three black condors, but they get progressively better, and that's why I don't want to cover the other ones, because they're a bit boring and they weren't raised by condors. We're all here for Richard Gray Jr. slash that mm. senator whose identity he stole. Yeah. Um, so powers and abilities. Richard Gray, is, he's the first black condor. He was able to perform unaided flight through the use of just being able to fly. He's just atypically built. Just a naturally um, gifted flyer. His maximum altitude and airspeed were never gauged, but some but some condors' maximum altitude is around fifteen thousand feet, while their airspeed is nearly sixty miles per hour. So people assume that's what he can do. Um, he uses flight to aid his fighting style, swooping in to deliver devastating punches and kicks, while his maneuverability kept him out of harm's way. He's basically the perfect fucking hero. Perfect killing machine, honest. really. <laughs> perfect killing machine of senators, certainly. Um, Black Condor was a skilled hand-to-hand combatant and an Olympic-level athlete. No idea how he was trained by one random piece, priest in eastern or outer Mongolia who somehow apparently knew Olympic-level athlete exercises look as you say manufactured in a new way (laughs) during his childhood uh, the black condor also learned how to speak the language of the condors (laughs) I I mean you'd figure it out but I I don't think he's fluent I think he knows enough to get by (laughs) so for a part of his career the first black condor used a black light gun as well which could deliver force beams that were capable of stunning an opponent or knocking down a brick wall this gun was eventually passed out to the next black condor just such a better thing than anything else he has at his disposal he can fly what are you talking about a future gun like. He's got a big gun, but he throws that away. Watch me fly, he says. Sean, what do you think of the Black Condor? Has it gotten better or worse? Do you know what? Revisiting the character, Connor, actually, mm. I think he's gotten worse. Because <laughs> we have all these other characters to compare him to. And he's just... Like, there's... It's... 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 It's it's like a child, a six-year-old came up with the idea of a man raised by birds and is very good at fighting and very wealthy and famous and very strong and has a special gun 
Okay, well then I would say this in retaliation, Sean. Yeah. Maybe don't ever do eight ball or the orb or a spherical shaped head character again. And you won't have to sit through another black condor or doorman or matter eater lad. I'm throwing them out there. You know what, Connor? What I'm going to do? I won't do a character with a sphere for a head. That's what I'll say. No, that's that's no. You've thought of something there and I don't like it. I have plans. That I, I, I cannot tell you about Schemes The haters scheming. will stop me <laughs> You told me you'd stop scheming No I love scheming I'll scheme every day <laughs> uh, Sean do you want to take us out That is the end of my report It was a very good report Connor I know I was making jokes But it was a very enjoyable report um, Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero We'll be back on Monday with Movie Mondays Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday And Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero Big thank you to everyone over on Patreon who supports the show. You really help keep us going week on week. We couldn't do it without you. Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that is in the description. Also link below is the merch store. Heroes for Hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so, so I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Meehan. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.